So between that night and the next morning, they had scoured my Facebook to see if there was anything objectionable, which I didn't post a lot on Facebook, but I had one picture of me standing on a chair holding a solo cup that they told me I had to take down. Oh. Yeah. I was like, I don't even remember if there was alcohol in that solo cup. Truly, I just, I dance on chairs. I'm a weird person. I don't, (laughs) that could have been for any reason. (laughs) I could have been drinking juice. Gin and juice. Yeah. I think it was in like a Halloween costume. Like, (laughs) sure. It was implied that I'm drinking alcohol, which is not allowed. It's very stupid. They really care about a lot of stuff that I did not care about. See, and the, and it's words like this that made me that make me think uh, you didn't care. No, it's, I didn't. I didn't care about stem stuff. I cared about winning, <laughs> and I did care about my platform because if you don't care about it, they kind of. Well, I know you cared about your platform. I lived with you. <laughs> yes. See, so. that's what, yeah. That that's yeah. what drove me. Yeah. It's like, well, why wouldn't I screw with people about the environment in pretty dress? That's so me. <laughs> it is. It is very. It is very you. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to Five Pairings. We're doing fine. I'm Grace. <laughs> I'm Claire. We are... <laughs> we're doing fine. We're doing fine. We are, in fact, fine. We are, in fact, we pairing. We are not okay pairings. We are not meh pairings. We are fine. We're not excellent pairings. We are not excellent pairings. to be noted. That is accurate. <laughs> just, just fine. Most excellent pairings. <laughs> Most excellent pairings. Adjust your expectations <laughs> Fine like fine wine, but also fine like fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Also fine We're, like fine, it's fine. It's fine. We're not hoity-toity. Fine. Also fine like a fine, like you owe us money. No. Yeah. <laughs> These are the jokes, my friends. Uh, it's a good one. Yeah. It's a good one. Always working on a tie five. <laughs> that's truly, it's truly my wife's least favorite joke that I say all the time is that I'm always working on my tie five. <laughs> Like, you, are you ever going to do a type five like in real life? And I'm like, oh. I'm still okay, wor- you need to stop making that joke then. I'm still working on it. <laughs> I'm still working on it. It's not perfect yet. The five is getting tighter and tighter. Ooh, okay. I'm going to give you a question in the form of a pageant question. Uh-oh. If you were a miss of a state that you think best represents you, which miss state would you be and why? <laughs> Miss State. Oh, like, like uh, Miss Texas. Alabama or Miss okay. Texas. Yes. Um, <laughs> as much as I am uh, from, I'm currently from Minnesota. I meet so many Minnesota girls and I feel like I don't maybe identify mm. as a Minnesota girl. Maybe I don't have a state. Do you know what you would identify as? No, I just made up this question in my head just oh, now. <laughs> okay. Um, then I'll come up with mm. a made up uh, answer. Um I like want it to be like, oh, what's your what's your favorite date? Uh, April twenty fifth. Oh, I was because... gonna say the state of fluid. Oh, states of matter. I'm a, I'm Miss Fluid. I'm Miss Fluid. <laughs> I'm Miss Plasma. I'm. Miss I love matter. that you're you're picking up what I'm putting down, yeah, which yeah, is yeah, we're yeah, doing yeah, Miss Congeniality. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Not for lack of trying on both parts, though. Like truly, I thought Legally Blonde was gonna be the the fruit to bear, and. There, there was. There's a, yeah. There is a lot of Legally Blonde fan fiction. Um, I think more than Miss Congeniality like, in total. But there was a weird problem I kept coming across, which was a lot of the Legally Blonde fan fictions are like exactly a thousand words. And oh. I was like, this is simply too short for this, yeah. this like hour podcast we tend to do. Yes. And a lot of them were kind of like just like simple, sweet, cute. But like n- there wasn't a lot to riff off of. I was like, well, we're not watching Legally Blonde for a reason we are trying to maybe add a couple more levels and there was like maybe like a half a level being added and I was like I don't know yeah. if that's enough I don't know if that's enough for this hour long podcast that we're trying to record 
So I went into the Miss Congeniality fandom, not sure what I was going to find. There was a lot of Gracie Hart and uh, what's his face? Uh, I think his name is Sam. Sure. I think. Yeah, that Let sounds me, right. Let me double check. Yeah, uh, that that um, her friend. The the yeah. other agent that she ends up kissing at yeah. the end. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not into canon. First of all. Second of all, my name's Grace. My brother's name is Sam. Don't love this pairing. Just on Come concept. On. <laughs> Third of all, I don't like straight people. No. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> I wanted to see what else we could find, and I knew there would be stuff. It was just heavily, heavily straight. <laughs> but I ended on kind of a different note, which is uh, a fanfic called Once in a Lifetime, which is from, I think, the, like, Miss America song they use in... You're one in a million. That was another one. I think I think that's it's from that. I'm not 100% sure. And it is... Just kind of silly crack fun. <laughs> Good. I started reading this and I was like, yes, an opportunity to talk about my pageant trauma. <laughs> so fun for me. You know, you electively did that. You're not wrong, but like... <laughs> you did that as an adult woman. I was an adult woman. Uh, I will get into it. It's not like your your trauma can't even be like, my mom pressured me into doing this. You just no, were like, I'm no, doing this. No, it wasn't that. That is, uh, that is some people's pageant trauma. Um, it was not that. It's just, the, oh, man, I, got, I got a lot to say about pageants. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited to dive in. Um, so <laughs> to to start off with, again, some. I don't think this is tag cracked, but like it should be. It's This is tagged fluff, and I would say that's pretty accurate. This is a real fluff. Fluff and humor. No sharp edges. <laughs> no sharp edges, just fluff. Okay. Uh, Canada Divergent. And uh, <laughs> as soon as I was like seeing that we were going down a miscongeniality pathway, I was yeah. like, wait a minute. I remember, because I love this movie. I haven't seen it in a while, but like, I really, I watched this movie quite a few times. Yeah. Classic it's, sleepover movie. It's a classic sleepover movie. It's a movie that both pageant girls and non-pageant girls enjoy for, I think, different reasons, but I'm not 100% sure. Maybe the same reasons, like the female empowerment stuff. Did you not like Miss Congeniality prior to your pageant life? No, no, no. It's just interesting to me that it's like, it is kind of like a parody on pageants that ends up like, because the whole thing is like, she's not a pageant girl. Mm-hmm. She being, she's forced into pretending to be a pageant girl to do her assignment. And she's kind of making fun of the pageant girls the whole time. And I was like, in the end, she's like, wow, all these women are so nice. And I've made so many friends. And I really do want world peace. And I was like, that probably really resonated with the actual pageant girls. And the rest of it probably resonated with the girls who were like, yes, pageants are in fact stupid. <laughs> that is not the takeaway I got from Miss Congeniality. Um, when I watched Miss Congeniality, then it was like a, you know, you get a, you get a lot from Miss Congeniality. There is the... It's a deep text. Yes. There, well, I mean, yes. It is. No, it is. I'm like yeah. making fun of it, but yeah. like it is true. It's same with Legally Blonde. It's one of those yeah. that's like surface, seems surface level, but isn't. No, because they have like a whole thing, like when she has one, it follows like a lot of classic rom-com structures. There's like plenty of like montage kind of stuff. There makeover is montage. Lot, there is like, yeah, makeover <laughs> montage. There is a love interest. The makeover montage is interesting because it's like she goes into the process being like uh all of this is so silly and fluffy and easy mm-hmm. she is mm-hmm. saying that you know t- uh traditional that is a part of it yes like traditional feminine things are easy silly and frivolous weak. yes <laughs> and you come out of the process being like um this is not for the week it's hard to be a woman in all forms yes it's just <laughs> yeah and she wears like poor fitting clothing intentionally yes like so she was doing all these things like Basically, to make herself ugly, mm. and uh, and then she's like mean about it. Yes. Um, so like <laughs> she's also mean about so it. So to so to me, she didn't have a stunning personality. No. <laughs> and so to me, like Miss Congeniality, like was nothing about like pageants being like silly or not silly. It was about like female friendships because mm. like she also goes into it being like 
female friendships are silly because yes. like they just want to talk about like hair and like blah 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 but then they talk about real shit because it's a real evolved like female relationship yes that they, all of these women are like complex characters and yeah. not just like well and I think the parallel is that like because it's the most stereotypical feminine women's thing to like capitalize on that point exactly yeah. so I think that's why I was like I could see why one side or the other would be not into this movie but like it does a great job of doing all those things yeah. and like being like all women are valid, the feminine ones also, which like really is on this like, I don't know what year this come out, this like 2000s feminism, yeah. <laughs> but like still good, still good, excellent, still a good movie. And I remembered, uh, I watched, I rewatched a scene because I was like, don't they like go to a bar in this yeah. movie? And it's like a sick bar. It's like a neon paint bar. Yeah, they go to a splatter bar. And that has been the inspiration for our Silly Little Drink. <laughs> I have been wondering what these... So my goal was to find a shooter glass, like a test tube shooter glass, because shooters are a thing that people do. And I know they did them more in the early 2000s, but I know that people still do shooters. Like, yeah, we did them in college. Yeah, we did them in college. Yeah. I think a shooter is technically like a tall shot glass. Like it's a, like you can do like a nice shooter, but like bars will have like plastic ones to, you know. I think they're technically two shots, but yeah, I, I yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like a, a a taller, but like it's shaped like a shot glass. Like you can get like a real shooter glass. You don't have to do it from a test tube. But the test tubes are what they used in the movie. And so I was trying to find test tubes, and no one has test tubes. <laughs> it's very annoying. So instead, uh, you shoot two, especially tiny shooters. Two, these are two specimen jars. Yeah, which is similar sure. i do like that it has a lid because then you can shake it because i did why I did do make, i need to shake it well i put like citrus in it so like you should shake it to like really make it because it's not just vodka which i'm pretty sure is what they did it was like a neon um it's just like a neon test tube because they read this like neon paper i assumed that there was like flavors of things but i thought I well know. i wasn't yeah because that was the thing i wasn't sure if it was the flavors of vodka or if it was just like different colors of of tube um, so I, I could only find clear tubes. So I've made the vodka neon green <laughs> for fun. Uh, so it's, uh, it's sour apple vodka and a little bit of Midori for mostly color and a little bit of lime juice because, uh, that makes it classy <laughs> and flavor, I guess. Oh, and it's called a tubey thingy shooter because that's what Miss Rhode Island says. She goes, can we get another tubey thingy? And Gracie goes, yeah, can we get another tubey thingy? Cheers. <laughs> Do I have to shoot this? I mean, you don't have to. <laughs> I'm just. I'm, uh, you have a second one for sipping. I have a. I have a refill that I will pour my. I will desperately try to pour myself without getting everything sticky. Okay. So I could only find a pack of three of these. Well, let's see what this tastes like. It smells melony. Mm. Ooh. Yep, that's a shot. <laughs> but it's. Ooh. It's not the worst shot I've done. No, it's just sour. Quite sour though. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. All right. I'm awake. <laughs> This is what you do at like 12 p.m. to wake yourself up. It's a cacophony of sour flavors. It's yes. um, sour, sour green, sour melon, it's, sour it's, lime. It's sour, it's sour green. If the flavor of this can be described, it is sour green. That is incredibly accurate. Josie, what are you sure? I really don't. <laughs> Gotta taste it. It's the sourest <laughs> thing I've ever tasted. It is quite sour. I will, here, I'll taste it. I was gonna say, if you wanna I'm just like, mix it a little. <laughs> Kind of unmixes pretty fast. <laughs> all sour stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's a Why shooter. It's not sour? meant to be enjoyed. <laughs> it's, <laughs> not meant to, it's meant to be done fast for fun. Oh my God, it smells yes. terrible. 
Yeah. Prepare yourself for a warhead like I needed to get rid of my sour apple vodka. It's been around for, oh, it's because. Stop using us as your like trash can for liquors you don't want. You can just put things down the dumpster. I could be inspired by things in my house. (laughs) You can, I guess. But also. And also it's, I gotta get rid of this. Sorry, I'm a trash person. I know my I know my life. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's just a cacophony of flavors. Shooters. No, it's like, not that bad. It's not that bad. Kind of gross. It's not that bad. I mean, it's not the worst thing I've ever drank, but yeah. it's also like gross. it's a shooter. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to be good. I feel like this tastes like how Four Loco feels. Like <laughs> it's just kind of an assault <laughs> to your senses. Sure. <laughs> I, I was going off aesthetic. I wasn't really going off taste. I was like, I need like a neon green and maybe lime juice will help. I don't know if it did. I think it, um, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it made it better or worse. Yeah. I'll never know. Oh, but that, okay. But then after that is one of my favorite lines, which is when the, uh, the whole, I have to explain this congeniality question mark. Okay. An FBI agent has to go undercover as a pageant girl. There's like a bomb threat, but they don't know who it's coming from. I yeah, think they don't, so he yes. has to investigate. Yes, she is simultaneously protecting the girls. Yeah. Trying to figure out if one if, of them is a bomber. Yes. And at this bar, she like kind of gets everyone to go out to get drinks, I think, to like befriend them, but also to like get them drunk and like learn their secrets. They do these little shooters. <laughs> Cheryl goes, I've had like three of these and I don't feel anything. <laughs> and then the other girls like leave. And uh, Gracie, in all her uh, poise, goes, Man, having this much fun should be a crime. Speaking of crime, have you ever done one? Miss Rhode Island goes, yes. I stole red panties from the department store. My mother wouldn't buy them for me. She said they were Satan's panties, which is truly maybe the funniest joke I've ever heard. So that's, that is the other reason. I was like, I can't not <laughs> pay homage to this that's fair. really funny scene. So this is Miss Congeniality and pageants in general, if they were incredibly gay, which, spoiler alert, they're not. <laughs> it is one of the straightest places you could possibly be. I didn't know that. I think everyone knew that. <laughs> I think everyone knew. I, so in my okay. So I uh, okay for context of my own life. What they're doing in Miss Congeniality is parodying Miss America. Uh, so I did Miss America pageants. You're allowed to be between 17 and 24. So those are the edges I was around like mm, 2012. I think I I won my first pageant, which was so fun. So that I was gonna go to Miss Minnesota. And that was when they actually like train you. Like they're like, hey, we could, you, we're going to actually try and help you like win this pageant. Like that's kind of our whole jam. So I was like, okay, great. So it's a lot of interview. And I was learning that I was gay also this year. <laughs> Crazy combination of things to be going through at the same time. And on, uh, they make you write like paperwork. And so you talk about like your platform, which for me was like food justice, which was already pretty liberal for like this crowd. A lot of people were doing like, kids with cancer and like diabetes and like things that are incredibly hard to like have negative opinions about where people were like oh you're about food like blah 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 blah. care about the environment like stupid (laughs) and you're allowed to say like what's like a secondary um like cause that you care about and I put like LGBTQ issues and I was doing like a practice interview which is when five people ask you questions about your life and your paperwork and they can ask you literally anything. A judge goes, so uh, I see on your paperwork that your secondary issue is uh, LGBTQ issues. I was not out at this point to them. Yeah, you and weren't she- out to me for probably another year. No, that's one, no, uh, no that was uh, senior year. 
That would so, have been 2013, my friend. Oh, fuck. I'm thinking 2014. Again, yeah. don't know my years. This is 2014. Just kidding. I can't do math. <laughs> no, this is our senior year 2014. I'm just bad at math. So I was out to like my, to my friends and my family. I just wasn't out in the pageant community because it was weird. It was yeah. like a thing. And so this judge sees that on my paperwork and goes, so you're the first contestant that I've ever seen advocate for this. What do you have to say about it? And I was like, it rules. <laughs> well, no, I was like, no one's ever even spoken about this. Like I knew that there were no, there had never been an out pageant contestant. Sure. Never in the system. And I knew that. That's why I didn't come out. And I was like, wow, this fucking sucks <laughs> that this is where we are. This is like 30 years in the past. Fuck my life. <laughs> I'm having a good time being here, except for this. I don't love this. And so then I got kind of aggressive about being gay in the pageant system. Not real, not actually, but like for, to them. Sure. To the point where they kind of, uh, I got like, what's it called? Like blackballed. I didn't win a pageant after I came out. Well, yeah, I could probably sue, but like, I'm not gonna, now it's too late. Now there are people out in the Miss America system and like, it's getting better. Well, like I got kind of stiffed. This <laughs> is the point of the story. So the reason I like this fic is because everyone's real gay. Right. <laughs> and I'm just like, we are healing my soul this day with fair fiction and silly things. Good. Huh. So this is once in a lifetime. Unfortunately, I could not get in touch with this author and I couldn't find a backup. So we're just going to go for it anyway. All right. <laughs> I believe her username is Heroine Lestrange, and this was written in 2022. So the Miss Congeniality fandom is alive and thriving. <laughs> nice. <laughs> my, my, my. First Miss Rhode Island and now a mystery man? Mary Jo leered as a weary Gracie made her way back into the room through the sliding doors. Her attempts at being stealthy were quickly foiled by the overly observant redhead she shared a room with. You're having a busy night, aren't you? So this is Miss Texas. I so do like, recall. Yes. Just in case, uh, this is a very um, extroverted redhead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's Miss Texas. Gracie sighed as she flopped tiredly onto her bed, ignoring the other woman's expectant stare. It's not a thing, she attempted to explain. He's an old friend, nothing more. Well, obviously. Mary Jo eyed her knowingly, watching as the brunette stretched out on the bed beside her own. Miss Rhode Island is clearly more your type than tall, dark, and handsome out there. What's that supposed to mean? Gracie asked, leaning up against the headboard to get a better view of, the, of her roommate, frowning in confusion as she tried to make sense of what the other woman was hinting at. No need to be coy, Gracie Lou. I mean, it's statistics, isn't it? Mary Jo explained, continuing as the brunette's confused frown was joined by an even more perplexed look. There are 51 contestants. 10% of the population is gay, so that means there are at least five lesbians in this pageant. <laughs> you would think. One would think. And you think I'm one of them? Gracie yawned, not at all bothered by the redhead's assumption. It wasn't the first time she'd heard it, and it probably wouldn't be the last. Well, the other four are already accounted for, Mary Jo admitted. Hmm. Gracie snorted as she released a chuckle. What, how does she laugh? Yeah, she truly... <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> snorted. Yes. Uh, did you do a survey? Mary Jo huffed before crossing her arms. No, nothing like that. You missed orientation when we got to know each other a little bit better. I mean, no one outwardly admitted to anything, but I'd like to think that I'm observant enough to be able to pick up on the little things. She finished with a self-satisfied flick of her hair. Gracie watched as the pretty red curls bounced in the low light. Miss New York, Gracie guessed. How did you know? Mary Jo gaped at the grinning brunette. Oh, please. She mentioned Tina seven separate times during breakfast. No one talks about their roommate that much, Gracie elaborated. So they're also roommates. Again, no way. The odds are not in their favor. I don't know, man. Birds of a feather. They flock together. <laughs> you, Yes, and people notice. But they're just like, gals being pals. Am I right? <laughs> no. N yes and no. Not for the way that you think it is. 
Fair enough. But I bet you didn't know that Florida and Alabama are an item, Mary Jo boasted. The scandalous information had only come her way after a very ill-timed trip to the bathroom, but Gracie didn't need to know that. Honestly, she had expected it of Miss Alabama, but damn if Miss Florida wasn't a surprise. Florida was a wild card, as per usual. That's only three. Four if you count me, Gracie interjected. And five if you add Cheryl, I guess. Rhode Island isn't gay. Mary Jo shook her head. She has a crush on you, sure, but I don't think that girl swings any which way at all. Gracie squinted thoughtfully, stretching her arms out above her as she curled comfortably onto her side. She glanced at the clock and saw a blurry 3 a.m. taunting her. It seemed as if the world was conspiring to keep her from getting any sleep at all. Is it you? Because it seems highly unlikely that any straight woman would be so invested in this. Are you scoping out potential dates? I'm not looking for a date, Mary Jo quietly shrieked, only relenting from her mock indignation when she noticed Gracie's unimpressed expression. Okay, fine. Maybe I was looking for a date. But it's not my fault that the women I date don't seem to understand the amount of hard work that goes into pageants. I thought that maybe dating a fellow pageant contestant would solve all those problems. You know, have someone to share things with. Someone who doesn't think that practicing my talent is a waste of time. It's not baton, is it? Gracie asked with a slight flinch. No, it's not baton, she teased. So what exactly is your talent? You know, you can't just stand around on stage looking gorgeous. You have to actually do something. The only thing I'm planning on doing right now is getting some sleep, Gracie grumbled softly, pulling her duvet over her head, burrowing farther into the soft sheets. Fine, Mary Jo sighed, making herself comfortable in her own bed as she lowered her face mask and, pretend her and prepared to put her headphones back on. Night, Jersey. Night, Texas, Gracie sang, pausing for a beat before adding. You think I'm gorgeous? Really, Gracie? You want to kiss me? <laughs> Gracie added with a private smile that the redhead was unable to see, but could clearly hear in the brunette's voice. Shut up. <laughs> So I also think this is that was funny because I'm like, ah, that is very true. If you date someone who doesn't get pageants, you're just going to another uphill battle. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a lot. Like, it's a lot of dumb work and it feels really dumb to practice your, your talent over and over again. It feels dumb to buy really expensive dresses and practice walking around your house. It's very stupid. <laughs> I don't know. We have a podcast where we read fan fiction and make cocktails. You're not right. So I don't have to. Ex I started that after I met somebody, though. You got to explain that to someone new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I got a lot of practice explaining to other people, and it goes kind of weird every time. And they can kind of listen to an episode. Like, imagine having to bring them to a recording of this in order for them to really no. understand. <laughs> That's no. what I'm saying. The thing is, though, that when you take your partner to a pageant, you are there to give context. Yes. When I have told people about our podcast, and they go of their own volition and listen to a podcast. That's fair. Then I have to, like, wait for them to, like... And you're not going to listen with them. That would somehow make it worse. No. Like... <laughs> And the number of, and most of the time, I think they're going to forget about it. So like when my furnace guy returned and was like, my wife loves your podcast. And I was like, so cute. And I was like, what is happening here? I didn't remember that I even told you about this. Oh God. I hope you had forgotten about that. He's like, you're still doing it. She's really excited. And I was like, this is so adorable, but also so sweet, but I'm, you don't listen to it. So I don't even know what to say to you. But this is, this is mortifying that, uh, that uh, this has happened. Mm -hmm. um, or again, coworkers of mine, uh, friends of friends, and then they like approach me and then are like, this is what I thought about this like one. It's usually an atypical episode that I'll be like, well, it's not usually like that. <laughs> right. But it's not not like that. Yeah. Uh, so then I'm like, well, did you like it? Did I explain it to you well? <laughs> um, so yeah, then I have to just be, and they'll be like, it was different. And I'll be like, oh, is this a Minnesota different or is this like a good different? Like you're like, wow, I've never heard a podcast like this. And I was so enthralled. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, you could like look over at your partner's face and be like, 
are you not seeing the majesty that is happening on stage? And they, Or I'm like, and that was in fact bad. Yeah. Everyone is being incredibly nice. Or that person brought their friends. <laughs> yes. I tried to explain to my, like, uh, you, know how, you know how dads will like just learn the sport that their kid does to like teach them better? <laughs> my dad tried really hard to understand the scoring of pageants and never quite got there. He was very supportive in his own I'm, way. I'm, I'm glad for him. I explained a couple of times like how the scoring system works and like how like they tack off stuff and like all these. And he just like was like, okay, so you got to do this. And I was like, no, 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 no. That's not what I meant by. He's like, oh, okay. So it's like this. And I was like, sure. You're like 85% of the way there, which is all I got to be. They would talk to the other pageant dads and they would all like conspire against us. And sure. Like, be like, yeah, your daughter did really well. I thought she was going to make top five. Yeah, yeah, you're so pr- your daughter also looked like she did really well. <laughs> I was like, wow, what weird dad chat. Anyway, back to the fic. We've had a break in time. The amount of time you spend checking out Texas's ass probably says something about you, Karen proclaimed as she joined Gracie, leaning against a table overlooking the dance floor below. The amount of time you spend watching her, watching me watch her probably says more about you. Gracie quipped back playfully, taking two shots from a passing waiter with a grateful smile before handing one over to Karen. Still missing Tina? Oh no, I'm not falling for your mind games jersey. Don't try and change the subject, Karen rebuked. This is the two that are a couple in roomies (laughs) that everyone has picked up on. Yeah. Karen rebuked, fighting the urge to grimace as she downed her neon shot. So tell me, what's going on with you in Texas? Nothing's happening, Gracie denied. Before she could elaborate any further, they were bombarded with the rest of their posse. The loud whooping that followed them drowned out whatever Karen was trying to say, but it did nothing to disguise her knowing looks. As everyone settled back into their seats, bickering over the leftover pizza, Mary Jo perched herself on Gracie's lap. Wrapping her arms around the brunette's shoulders to stabilize herself, she pulled herself even further into the shorter woman's lap. The Texan gave Gracie a sweet smile before refocusing her attention back on her conversation with Leslie. Nothing's happening, Karen mimicked with a loud chuckle, ignoring Gracie's glare. She focused instead on Gracie's arm the arm that was firmly wrapped around the redhead's waist, to be precise. Hmm. What's happening? Alana asked. Nothing. The two women simultaneously answered, looking guiltily. I'm just sitting in her lap and I'm drunk. It's fine. <laughs> just like, nothing's happening. <laughs> like full koala. <laughs> I just needed a chair. I just, I needed a place to sit. Her lap was the closest. Yeah. Duh. Don't worry about it. You know how you sit at your friend's lap? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it does that. No, it does that. Karen just shrugged before declaring... Shots, as another waitress came their way. A distraction that worked a little too well as Cheryl stumbled in excitement before hitting the floor with a loud thud. Uh Uh-oh. Timber! Aloha! Ha! (laughs) Yeah, she gets drunk in like three shots. It's very funny. Then I gotta do a pageant the next day. Shenanigans. I I didn't know. We would never. Break. She likes donuts, Cheryl announced as she stood next to Mary Jo, watching as she fixed her bathing suit in the mirror. Mary Jo glanced at her through the mirror. Okay. Gracie, I mean. She likes donuts. Cheryl hinted with an exaggerated wink and a sincere smile. I have no idea what's happening right now, Mary Jo mumbled to herself. She gave an imploring look to Miss Ohio, who stood to the left of her, but all that yielded was a baffled shrug. If you want to seduce Gracie, you need to go through her stomach. And she loves donuts, so you should give her donuts. Duh. (laughs) Duh. Cheryl babbled on. Mary Jo just continued to stare at the shorter woman in disbelief. There was no way she had been that obvious about her crush, but clearly she must have been if even Cheryl had picked up on it. Even Miss Ohio didn't seem all that surprised by the revelation. Thanks, but I never needed any help in that department, Mary Jo huffed. Just then, Cheryl was flagged down by the stage manager. Oh, I've got to go. Wish me luck, she said as she bounced happily into position. 
Mary Jo looked at herself once more, rolling her eyes at her reflection as she called out after the perky strawberry blonde. What kind of donuts? <laughs> Ignoring the scoff she received from Miss Ohio. Break. Leslie and Alana stood huddled together outside of the concert hall, watching the chaos unfold. So we've hit the end of the movie. <laughs> police littered the parking lot while photographers fought to get a shot from outside the police tape. However, their attention was focused on the two women passionately kissing in the middle of it all, seemingly oblivious to the gawking stares and flashing cameras. You owe me $50, Leslie gloated smugly. Alana shook her head in disbelief. Texas and Jersey? I'm seeing it and I still don't believe it. She gawped at the two still entangled in a passionate embrace. <laughs> don't believe it. New Jersey, that's what she is. Yes. That tracks. <laughs> that does track. Yeah, just like the high of, I don't know if her and Sam make out at the end. They do, but like not amongst the police chaos. I just love the idea of two people making out amongst like a, like a full like right. soiree of police. <laughs> yes. It's wandering around. So silly. I can't believe you bet on Alaska and Florida. Everybody knows that Florida and Alabama have a thing. Leslie giggled at the oblivious Hawaiian. <laughs> taking betting who the other ones are. Yeah, they were just taking side bets as to which two would hook up. So funny. Alaska and Florida? No, you idiot. <laughs> Don't you know? Florida's been dating Alabama for like five months. <laughs> Don't you look at Instagram? I know that's not what's going on, but like... That seems like truly what would happen, is that everyone would stalk everyone on Instagram and be like, okay, this one... That corner of a hand looks a lot like Alabama's hand. I think that's her. <laughs> like, that would be happening. Leslie giggled at the oblivious Hawaiian. Taking money from Alana was just too easy, no matter how worldly she pretended to be. The girl was totally oblivious. Everybody does not know that, Alana argued. Everybody doesn't know what, Karen asked as she and Cheryl joined them, having just completed their own series of police questioning. About Alabama and Florida, Alana clarified. Everybody knows about Alabama and Florida, Karen answered with a nod. Everybody? Alana asked, turning to Cheryl with a curious expression. Everybody, Cheryl agreed. Seriously, no one tells me anything. I just came into some money. Anyone up for some pizza and beer? I think we've earned it, Leslie suggested. If we're lucky, we might even be able to pry Jersey and Texas apart long enough to ask them to join. They all collectively looked over to where the two women stood wrapped up in each other. They had taken a break from the kissing and instead were just gazing lovingly at one another. Ugh, gross. Ah, Cheryl cooed. Let's break that up before they both lose whatever dignity they have left, Alana recommended. After you, Karen gestured for the Hawaiian to lead. Don Ho. <laughs> the <Aww>. end. <laughs> Just silliness. Just, Just silliness. silliness. Just roommates kissing. And they were roommates. And they were roommates. All of them were roommates. <laughs> they were all roommates. And all of them were kissing. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah, it's my fluff. That's the fluff that that I needed. Fluff. <laughs> um, I would be the state of surprise. Ha! <laughs> That was what you were thinking of this whole time. Um, that occurred to me like, I, would I don't be, remember when. I would but, be yeah. the state of misconfusion. <laughs> um, do you remember when we were um, like 13 and for Halloween we went as uh, pageant people, but then I was oh, like yeah. misunderstood. No, I mean, yeah, I made you guys know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here yeah, yeah. 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 are what I was. Yeah, you were, you were like misunderstood or no, it wasn't misconfused because it was all, it was all puns. Like, yes. Yeah. No, I was misunderstood. I think I was misfit. Like Sounds, a misfit? Yeah. Maybe I make a misfit. I don't remember. And misjudged. I think I might have been misjudged. Maybe. Hilarious. I was Hilarious. such a witty 13-year-old. Yeah, uh, I've, I've loved pageants forever. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's the competitive femininity. Like, wild. Something about that. I've heard that phrase somewhere. I was like, that is it. it wild. Is competitive femininity, which is so interesting to me. Conceptually. Yeah. Not in my actual literal soul. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, you just you didn't tell us that you were doing that. And so you, it seemed very random you were doing it sophomore year it's in college. To, yeah, to everyone I knew. <laughs> because, you, because you just like came I out of the woodwork one day and you were like, I'm doing pageants. And your rationale was, this is the only time I can do it. That's what you told us. You were like, that's not false. I know it's, I know it's not. <laughs> I got to do it now. But like maybe. If I'm ever going to be able to do it. Yes. And you were all, but you could also never do it. Yeah. This is not a false thing. Yeah, you could have. Well, yeah. So you could have been like, eh, I need to do it now because there is an age requirement. Mm-hmm. And. I also I'm, want to do it. <laughs> I'm, I want to do it. And I'm super passionate. Yeah. I didn't feel the need to explain that part for whatever reason. Yeah. You just were like, I'm going to do it to show that because I, I could can. do it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. my logic in my rose. I can do this because yeah. I can. So uh, we thought, so yeah, we thought you were truly just making fun of all pageants. Confusing, which I was not. Yeah. I was doing it in earnest. No, I know. But again, I know that now. Skewed, skewed logic. Nope, I, I know that now. But, um, but yeah, yeah uh, me and the other roommates thought that you were doing it uh, to make fun of as other a, as, like a, as a goof about. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then you won and it felt like you then were caught. <laughs> like that's how it felt like you were like you like you fucked around and you found out yeah. and then you're like man this is a lot of work no, and we, I did I did want to win that was that was genuine <laughs> and that is something I have learned uh today 10 years later <laughs> yeah that's fair yeah it was, it's a it's a weird culture culture <laughs> I didn't have to kill any dogs <laughs> did you though didn't have to hide my identity which is different didn't have to you know Enter a secret service. No. They never had me, like, uh, say any, like, uh, oath or anything. So I think I'm okay. (laughs) I did when I uh, joined the Order of Engineers when I graduated. You did an oath. I didn't have to. I elected to because I was like, this seems like the one opportunity to join a cult with no strings attached. Very, very very chill cult, the cult of engineers. (laughs) Yeah. I have a steel ring that I can wear. So. Ah. And I recognize other engineers who uh, wear it. And then, I have a crown I'm not supposed to use for other purposes, and I have ignored that rule place. in many oh, dear. contexts. The sanctity. Many. The sanctity. Many I actually contexts. don't know if that's a rule. I think it's just kind of implied. I'm going to report you. Uh, to what? I don't know. I haven't been in anything for years. I haven't been like, you got What year is it? It's been like 10 years. I'm in the yeah. car. Yeah. I don't care anymore. I didn't care then about some stuff. Okay. Well. All right. So that's my past. Uh <laughs> We're probably doing our finale next week, unless we decide to slip in a couple of extra bonus episodes, which we might. We'll see. We might and we will. Hi, everyone. This is Josie, the editor of this podcast, interrupting this episode for a quick announcement to say that, yes, we will be extending this back half of the season. The plan is we're going to take a couple of weeks off. And then in March, we will come back with a couple of other bonus episodes instead of the usual prompts that we've been doing this season where we have an option between two movies. uh, For these, we're just going to do like a grab bag of our favorite movies, movies we haven't gotten a chance to uh, look into yet. And right after that, uh, we're going to have our usual finale episodes where we do our five star fic submissions. If you've been waiting on yours for a while. I promise it will be in this episode. So stay tuned for that. And I'm going to bring back my compatriots to close out the rest of this episode. Uh, you can also reach out to us at Fine Pairings Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, 
TikTok or Tumblr, and at Fine Pairings Pod on formerly known as Twitter. Currently known as mm. who knows? <laughs> uh, sh- it's like the the symbol for Prince, where it's like the artist formerly, formerly known, known as Prince. Prince. Like, well, we yep. can't pronounce whatever yep. it is now. <laughs> the website formerly known as Twitter. It's Twitter. Yes. Uh, or you can get in touch with us at finepairingspodcast at gmail.com or on our Discord. And if you would like to see more of us, you can follow us over on patreon.com slash finepairingspodcast. Uh, and during our regular season, you get two videos a month of this recording. Uh, you can see our beautiful faces, these terrible I looked at this camera shots. as if it can see me. It can't see. <laughs> it can only see me. That's my angle. <laughs> Um, but anyway, uh, you can see us emote and react to the sourness of this drink. Yeah. And during the off season, we have uh, episodes from our Steam and Cream podcast, which is fanfic that is too smutty for the main feed. Yes. Look forward to that surprise. We'll see you then. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.